I have the privilege of getting to know a brand new lady, Olivia Smith. Hello, Olivia. How are you doing? Good morning, Janine. Good morning, listeners. I'm very well, and you? <laughs> I'm doing fine and fabulous. Thank you very much. We love getting to know new people. We're curious about who is following God and doing His will and creating music that we love. So let's introduce you. If you're at home and you can totally relax, you don't have to put on any makeup, you've got no appointments, you're with a book and you've got no shoes on, who are you there? <laughs> okay, so... I'm still Olivia Smith. I am a creative person. I love to be uh, just thinking about what God wants to use in my life. Um, I really believe in uh, producing fruit for the kingdom. So even though I'm relaxed at home, uh, I think my creative brain really doesn't switch off. Okay, and personality-wise, are you the quiet type or do you like people? A, a good balance of both. We really need people in our lives. We need to laugh. We need to social. But of course, that little escape is always welcome to just be by yourself. <laughs> and hobbies and stuff outside of the music? Um, I think uh, the reality is that we uh, work uh, Work is kind of, uh, today it's, it's work and play uh, collectively. So I'm in the financial services industry and I can tell you they always keep me busy. Financial services, as in the bank or the insurance industry or what? More the insurance side of things. I work for a global insurer, but please don't ask me for a quote for your car and household. I can't help you with that one. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't. Um, and, and when you come home, you just tinkle with the music. Do you play any instruments or just do the singing? You know, uh, Janine, I, I really enjoy playing on the piano, um, but I also, the, the fantastic thing with today's digital tools is that you can replicate those instruments into whatever you feel like. So whatever digital platform you're using, if you change the keyboard into guitars, um, I think it's great for the ego. <laughs> nice. It makes you think that you can do anything. But um, no, it's uh, it's definitely a digital world today. So um, I can confidently say I'm creative on all the instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to digitalization. <laughs> but but what about the music itself? Do you get it from your family? Is it mother and father? Or where does the music come from? Um, yeah, both my parents are musical. Um, I don't think they ever pursued further knowledge of music apart from just playing on the piano by ear. And that was kind of how I was introduced to uh, music from a very young age. I, I would say probably four, five years old. Uh, even if you, your fingers couldn't reach all the notes, but you would play. And mm -hmm. um, I think from there on, I just really enjoyed it and ultimately just started pursuing a little bit more of um, learning a bit more about uh, music itself, going for vocal lessons, all of those things. And creating your own stuff. I mean, that's the big difference. Some people are just singers. They sing what someone else creates. But to create your own stuff, that's next level. When did you create your first song? I, um, you know, I absolutely always admire, appreciate other people's stuff. But sometimes there's a message in you that you want to share that nobody else has maybe vocalized or put into song. So for me, um, I think the desire started when I was like a teenager or so, uh, just writing, journaling. Um, I, I, I do recall my first single going out in 2014. And um, of course, now with the, the pandemic, it's really just enabled me to spend a little bit more time with, um, you know, in my room, journaling, writing songs, composing, and eventually 
distributing it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it, it takes many years of, um, of developing and honing the skill. Because people don't realize to, to make something that sounds that good, that's only three minutes long to say your say in a way that's effective, but still not, you know, some people make something rhyme and then it doesn't sound natural and all of that. What does it take to write a song if you had to try and explain to someone who's got no clue? Okay, so I think for me personally, songwriting can go both ways. There's always the question, is it the music first? First, is it the lyrics first? Um, I like to not be legalistic about that concept. Uh, whatever one flows, whatever recipe works for you as an individual. Being open to other people's feedback is always important because you have to win the ear of the listener. Um, that's great advice that I received from another songwriter. So just opening up your gift, uh, being vulnerable, but then also just following what's in your heart. Again, if for me personally, the recipe works by journaling about a topic because I really want to, my emphasis is the message in the song. So for me, it would start with the journaling process and then like a puzzle, start extracting lyrics and placing it piece by piece into a melody line. Uh, but then, of course, the editing itself does take a lot of time because uh, that's where you want to polish up the work that you've put together. And it's like magic. I mean, it's not like the world's magic. It's it's this beautiful thing that that you get to tinkle with something and play with it and cutting with it. I mean, how hard is it to finally be happy with the song, to say, okay, I'm done now, when what you can do with the song is just endless? Yeah. Absolutely, Janine. It is. I mean, you can create so many multiverses with one song. Where do you stop? It's a very good question. Um, I ultimately find myself just editing, editing for hours and hours and on end. And then eventually I realize, nope, I'm just going to overkill. Um, I have to stop it somewhere. So again, I think just relying on the ears of people around you, people you trust, um, just hearing from them, do they feel something still needs to be edited? And um, then eventually just taking that leap of faith and, you know, just finalizing the song, sending it off to mastering and then distribution. That must be the hardest thing to do, that enter button that says, <laughs> okay, now they're going to hear it. Everything that I've worked on to send that thing there. It's such a final action to just press enter and there it goes. Oh my word. But what you said earlier is very important. What you said about that you have to have something to say. Um, sometimes I think people are wanting to make the next hit so they use the elements that make it work like a good bass line and a, like a beat and all of that stuff. But when you listen to the lyrics, they don't actually have something to say and you don't have something mm -hmm. to say in gospel music if you don't know Jesus. So how did you get to know him in the first place? Um, so I was very fortunate to grow up in a Christian home, so to be exposed to the gospel from a very young age. Um, my mom and her sister would often, when the two of them would just get together and coffee, um, they would sit and talk about the goodness of the Father. And I think that just started building such a beautiful foundation for me to eventually open up my heart and say, Jesus, be the ruler of my life. I, I want to do this life with you instead of just trying everything in my own strength. And uh, that really happened at the age of four, surprisingly. Wow. So don't ever underestimate a child's understanding. Um, 
but obviously everyone's journey is different. So um, I was just very privileged to be exposed to the father at a very young age. That does not mean I didn't go off the rails and, you know, go through your teenage years and uh, those, those times where you do maybe give into the flesh. But ultimately, just bringing it back to the music side of things, that also contributed to my journey. Um, my journey of telling a story that, that people can relate to and people understand I don't have to be perfect um, to come to the Father. And I guess that's ultimately what my latest song is about. I am forgiven. Um, and that's really just the message I want to leave with listeners is that you are loved. You are forgiven. It's time to forgive yourself. It's time to just enjoy your life the way your creator intended for you to enjoy it. We are going to get to the forgiven thing because I am fascinated, especially if you got saved at an early age and you never really, really went off the rails. You know, you didn't end up in jail, on drugs, with 20 men behind you, that kind of thing. Um, it's, it's sometimes one feels that if you've really went yeah. south and your life was broken completely, that when you then get saved, it's not hard to understand the concept of forgiveness because there's much to forgive. But when you stay good, in inverted commas, there's no one that's good, the Bible says, but you know exactly what I mean. You, mm-hmm. you, 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 the, the perception of a life that's, that's sort of in the middle of the road, that you never went really dark or really light you you stay there safely in the middle and then when you when you realize i've done life on my own that there isn't that much to forgive jesus was standing in front of the pharisees and and they couldn't understand how he could be spending life with prostitutes and with tax collectors and all of that and he Mm -hmm. said he didn't come for the ones that are are healthy they for the ones who are sick so how do you understand Mm -hmm. then um the concept of the, the the depth of forgiveness and of sin when you haven't tested the line? You know, Janine, I think it's um, it would be self-righteous to say that, you know, I've not really messed up in my life um, because none of us can say that. Uh, I was laughing when you were referring to jail, but how many of us are in a jail? How many of us are chained? Let's not fool ourselves by uh, physical or, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, the morals that we've set as societies. We can often be in jails by fear, captured by certain things. Mm -hmm. So for me, the power of Christ goes way beyond what we can see in the physical realm. Are you, for me, you know, even something like fear could be so paralyzing um, that the person maybe behind a bar is more free than what you could be. Um, So I don't look at life as someone has a cross next to their name and someone has a tick. I don't see it as that. I really just see it as every single person has a journey with God and it's up to you to, to accept his love, his grace, regardless of your own idea of, um, you know, justification. I, I really believe if we think we've got it all together, that is a very dangerous place to be. We always need a savior. It's a lie. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so what's the implication? Yeah. If one is forgiven, what's the implication in your life? What does it help? I tell you, uh, that, that element of fear I was referring to, I think so many people can relate to that. Guilt, condemnation, am I 
entitled to go to the Father. I mean, David speaks about going boldly before God. Now, if you're thinking boldly, but I'm still worried and concerned about what I said a year ago, what I did when I was 15. You know, the, the enemy likes to remind us of our failures of the past. And yet, even in the book of Isaiah, God speaks about stretching out our tent pegs and dreaming big and letting go of the failures of the past. So that is the hope that, that if you if you want to refer to an implication, is if you don't let go, you're going to be stuck. But if you do start moving forward with your life, you can start developing a greater boldness, a stronger relationship with your heavenly father. And in turn, he can start releasing things in your life for you to shine into other people's lives. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing journey that God is promising us. It's up to us to just let go and go with him instead of our own ways. Okay, well, we're going to listen to the song shortly, but I want people to connect with you, your ministry, your music in the future as well. If they want to do that, where do they go? Um, I would say a good place to start is my website. It's a it's a WordPress website, oliviasmith.wordpress.com. They can also find me on the likes of YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Olivia Smith Music. And um, happy for you to to reach out to me via email. Um, all the details are on that WordPress.com website, um, as well as also just signing up for the newsletter for frequent updates. Okay, that Olivia is just the normal O L I V I A. That's it, Olivia Smith S M I T H Music. Because unfortunately, we're like ants. The Smiths are like ants. We are <laughs> just too many of us. <laughs> like the fundamentals. So uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's one way to differentiate myself. I just add the word music at the end. <laughs> you know what? We were talking about Jesus, that the name Yeshua in his time was like a yun or yuan or these names that everybody has that there's like they everywhere so, and and they're so common that they're not remarkable at all and how God was so intentional to call his son something that means something profound like Yahweh saves that's what it means but it is such a common name that it will be underestimated easily this humble God that's got nothing to prove mm-hmm. is so intentional yeah. and he comes and he uses Olivia Smith the Smith the ones that everybody <laughs> under under every bush you'll find yourself with Smith but he made her so special and he gave her a stunning voice and she's got a song called I'm Forgiven and it sounds like this. 